0: Welcome to Pursuit Church Podcast, where we give those far from God the opportunity to pursue Christ. We are so glad you are here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe God has a word for you through today's message. Before you're seated, I want to turn your attention to the book of Genesis, chapter 18, verses 1 through 2, and then we'll go to verse 9 through 14. Genesis chapter 18, verse 1, it says, And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat at the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him, and when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. Verse 9, And they said unto him, Where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life, and lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being old also? And the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore? Or why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety? Or should I really bear a child which am this old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Today, I simply title my message, Our God Can Do Anything. Our God Can Do Anything. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. Perhaps it was this story that we read in Genesis and among others, which inspired the writer of Hebrews to say, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware you know, not to try to spiritualize everything, but we have to be careful sometimes not to miss certain times and visitations of God in our life. Abraham was not expecting a word from God that day, but he was kind to traveling strangers. And those traveling strangers turned out to be angels of the Lord. And they show up at his door and they ask, where is Sarah? Where is your wife? We've got something to share with her today. And Sarah listens in behind him and the angel said, Sarah, you're, you're gonna have a child. You're gonna have a son. And Sarah has a very interesting response to what the angels had to say. I mean, she wanted children, It was always a great desire for her to have children for years. She's wanted children. But, and may I say it this way, Sarah was no spring chicken anymore. She was 90 years old. She was a 90-year-old woman. So the response that... She has to these strangers who have just shown up at her door. Is you've got to be kidding me. You can't actually be serious. Do you know how old we are? Do you know how old I am? You must have come to the wrong door. You must be at the wrong house. I don't even know you, and you don't know me, and yet you've come to my house telling me that I'm going to have. Have a child at 90 years old. And so she begins to find it humorous, and she begins to laugh at the very thought of having a child at 90 years old. See, she doesn't really know how to take what the strangers are saying. She's not trying to be disrespectful or childish or anything like that, but to her, this is humorous. For 90 years, she's wanted children. All of her life, she's dreamed of having children. And now some strangers have just come to her and she obviously, or they obviously don't know her for she's 90 years old and maybe Sarah has got her hands on some of that really good anti-aging cream because these people have shown up at her door telling her she's going to be a mother at 90 years old. And so maybe Sarah is thinking, wow, they must think I am much younger And so she says, I'm too old for this. I'm 90 years old. My husband is too old for this. And she wasn't wrong, church. She was old. They were old. She was right when she said, this is impossible. The body is not designed to produce children at 90 years old. But nevertheless, God sent these angels to tell Abraham and Sarah, it's going to happen. Don't you love when God says it's going to happen? Don't you love when you've got a word that you can re- rely on, a, a promise and God's word that you can trust in? And when God says that something is going to happen, church, it's going to happen. When his word says that it's going to come to pass, it is going to come to pass. And verse 13 says, And the Lord said unto Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a surety bear a child which am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. It's interesting how God almost seems irritated at Sarah's response Why did she laugh? He says, how dare you laugh? What's so funny about this, Sarah? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I think God does get kind of irritated sometimes at our lack of faith. Maybe irritated isn't the right word, but God was saying, do you know who I am, Sarah? Do you know what I'm capable of? Do you know that I put the stars in their place and I put the earth into motion? Do you know that I control the winds and the waves and if I tell them to stop, they have to stop? Do you know that I have control of all things and you claim to be a follower? And you claim to be a worshiper of the Almighty God, yet you laugh at the idea of me performing the miraculous. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know that I can do all things? Don't you know that there's nothing too hard for me? And I don't think Sarah's intention was to hurt God's feelings, but I do think that our lack of faith does often hurt God's feelings. And so God told Sarah she was going to have a child. And I think when God says something, we just need to accept it. We need to accept it as a believer. And God has told us many things in his word that we need to accept. And he has revealed the type of God that he is and what he's capable of as he's walked upon the earth. It says in Matthew chapter four, and Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Did you catch that church? Did you catch that person watching online? Healing all manner of sickness, all manner of disease among the people. This is the type of God that he is. This isn't just the God he was. This isn't just the God that he used to be, but this is who God is. This is God today. This is the I am. This is Jehovah. This is Jesus. This is the God that we serve. There is nothing too hard for this God. There is nothing too big or great for this God. There is nobody too lost and and too messed up for this God there's nobody too miserable or too sick for this God for he's the God that can do all things this is him, this is who he is, he heals all manner of sickness, he heals all manner of disease he can pull anybody out of the pit, he can help anybody, this is the God that we serve In church if he's done it before he'll do it again If he's ever forgiven, he'll forgive again. If he's ever delivered anybody of drugs, he'll deliver them again. If he's ever healed anybody, surely he will heal again. If he's ever redeemed anybody, he'll heal them and redeem them and deliver them again. For this is our God. He will do it again. Some people do not believe that God still heals, that he's a different God today than he was in the Old Testament or the New Testament Bible, but that's to say that God changes and he simply does not change. His nature does not change. He's the same, the same God, the same healing God, the same miraculous God. And we can still call upon that same God the Bible says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs, what signs? These signs, these healing signs, these miraculous signs shall follow them that believe. It's just a matter of believing. Do you believe it, church? Do you believe it? I believe it. I believe in healing. I believe in deliverance. I believe it, church. These signs shall follow them that believe. The prophet Jeremiah cried out, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. Jeremiah obviously understood the capabilities of God to heal, for he cried out, heal me. He cried out, save me. I think we need to get a spirit like Jeremiah had, and we need to accept the fact that God can do all things. Our God can heal. Our God can deliver. And if we need it, we can cry out for it. Church, we can cry out to this Jesus for our healing. We can cry out to this Jesus for our deliverance. What is too hard for the Lord? This was God himself asking the question, what is too hard for me? You don't need to laugh about it, Sarah. You just need to accept the fact that I'm going to do it. What I've said, I'm going to do. What I've promised, I'm going to do. Church, God has given us his word today. What do you need a word for today? What are you struggling with? Do you need healing Do you need saving? Do you need forgiving? Do you need help? For there's a word in here for you. And God is asking us this morning, what is too hard for me? We just got to accept the fact that God is going to come through. God is going to handle it. If you believe it, if you believe it, God is going to come through. Mark chapter 5, verse 34, and he said unto her daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole. Key words, thy faith hath made thee whole. Because the woman had given herself to faith. There was no other options. There was no other plans. There was no plan B, C, or D. There was nobody else she was turning to. She had given herself to faith. God couldn't help but come through. God couldn't help but intervene. Thy faith, he said, hath made thee whole. Our God can do anything, but we've got to believe it. We have to believe it. He's able. He'll do it. He wants to do it. He's ready to do it. But do you believe it, church? Do you believe it? Jesus said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Do you have an impossible situation today? Are you facing something that looks too hard, a battle too big, a battle too great? God is asking us this morning, is anything too hard for me? It's up to you to answer that question today. And however you answer that question will determine if or if not, God will perform the miraculous in your life. This morning, I've come with a very simple faith message that God can do anything. The question is, are you going to receive the message or will you just go home laughing saying, you know, I've heard that message preached before. I've heard the preacher preach that before. It's the same old message that they always preach, that God can do anything, God can heal, you just gotta have faith. And maybe we're quick to tell others that he can do anything, You know, we tell others, don't give up. The Lord is able. God is the God of the impossible. But do we believe it ourselves? Do you actually believe it? It is quite possible that Sarah herself would have given that advice to others. Don't give up. Our God can do all things. Our God can heal. Yet she struggled to believe it herself. She struggled to believe God for the miraculous. I present to you this thought. We do not really believe in God unless we believe he is God of the impossible. I admit it's hard to be put up against impossibilities to face mountains, face hard things, obstacles. But if you really believe in this God, You've got to believe that he is God of the impossible. He is the God that can do all things. One of the men who has always influenced me in this Christian faith is an old preacher, an old man of God whose name is Lee Stone King. A lot of people know of him. You can find him all over the internet, YouTube and such, preaching But he really inspired me growing up as I would listen to him preach and testify about God. His greatest characteristic that has always had a great influence on me, it's always really attracted me to him, is his willingness to just believe He's always given himself to faith. In every circumstance, he simply believes. When he prays, he believes. When he worships, he believes. When he lays hands on the sick in the name of Jesus, he just believes. And he tells about a story when he had first been baptized with the Holy Ghost and he knew what had gotten a hold of him. He understood that it was the Holy Spirit. He understood what the Holy Spirit was capable of. And he tells a story that the next day after he had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, he had called up his landlord because he was in the process of moving and he needed to ask some questions. And his landlord, who was an elderly lady, just so happened to tell him on the phone that she was very sick she had come down with something. She had a migraine. She was desperately ill. She couldn't get out of bed. And so Brother Lee Stone King spoke up and said, well, last night, I just experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and I'm coming over, and he hung up. And he hung up, and ran over there, I'm not sure if he drove or what, but he got there and she was sick in bed and he tells her, I've just come over because I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost last night in church and I am a believer. He says, I can lay hands on the sick right now and they can recover. I believe it, he says. I can anoint you with some oil right now that you have in the house. We can pray and God will heal you. And she said, okay, go get some oil out of the kitchen. And he runs into the kitchen and he gets some oil and anoints her and he lays his hand upon her head and commanded the sickness to be gone in Jesus name and he simply believed he just believed and just as quickly as he prayed for that sickness to be gone she pulls his hands off of her head and says it's gone it's gone lee i'm healed my migraine is gone in Jesus name church this is what's supposed to happen it's supposed to be gone it's supposed to work in the name of Jesus it has to work in the name of Jesus it will work Jesus says thy faith hath made thee whole thy faith hath made thee whole church I tell you this story because I believe I'm preaching to you today because I believe I believe in this Jesus I'm a believer I believe he can do anything Brother Lee Stone King has said that throughout the years, people have often asked him, what's your secret? Why have you seen so many people healed and you've preached in so many services where God has just performed the miraculous? And his answer is always the same. I'm simply a believer. I'm a Bible believer. I believe it. I just believe it. I simply believe. Pray and I believe it. Church, I wish we could get a hold of that kind of belief where we would just believe. I don't know why God hasn't healed everybody that's prayed. I I don't know why God hasn't always fixed every problem, but if I do what I'm supposed to do, if I just pray and I just lay hands on the sick, it's up to God to do the rest, but I'm going to keep doing what he's called me to do. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to Keep laying hands on the sick. I'm going to keep praying because I believe he's able. I believe in this Jesus. I believe that he's real. <laughs> Do you believe today that God can fix any problem? But Daniel, you don't know what I've been through or You don't understand, Daniel. I've been in these services before. I've heard this preached before. You don't understand. I'm wounded. I'm hurt. I'm in a mess. Life will give you every reason to not believe. But God is challenging you to believe. Believe it, Sarah. You're going to have a child. Believe it. Believe it, Sarah. What do you need from God today? Are you struggling? Are you hurting? Are you sick? lost, confused? What do you need? Do you need real deliverance, real answers, a real touch of God? What do you need, church? Because God is asking us today, is anything, is anything too hard for me? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. For more information about Pursuit, visit PursuitChurchAR.com. Thank you for listening and see you next week.